0: This episode is brought to you by Sparkling Ice. If you're on the hunt for show-stopping flavor for your thirst, skip the blah and grab a Sparkling Ice. With over 17 original flavors made with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is the anything but subtle bottle of tasty goodness all in on bold flavor that you can taste. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores.
1: Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all from the latest celeb drama to the best movies to TV shows that we're so obsessed with right now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat.
2: This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello and welcome back to the At Betches Podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen.
0: And I'm Jordana. Lots to discuss this week. I know Sammy went to Taylor Swift last weekend. So why don't you give us a little rundown?
2: We have so much to talk about. I'm really, really excited to talk about Scandal. But in any other situation, I would be more excited to talk about Taylor Swift. The Okay. The Eras tour, I went to the Wild rain show where it literally did not stop raining the whole time. Like you know, it rained the entire day, and it was raining when we got to we the. Went all the way to Massachusetts. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, because okay, we were gonna originally go at MetLife tomorrow, but it kind of would take weirdly like the same amount of time, like to get into the. We were gonna stay at my mom's, like we were gonna go into the city. So it's like okay, if we're gonna stay overnight. Avi's pretty familiar with Gillette and Foxbro because they're Patriots fans. So they go a lot. So it was like not a big deal. And it was just so good. She was – the show is so well done. And like even like the really big hits that I was like not that excited to see, like Shake It Off. I was like – I love Shake It Off. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was really not as excited to see her do the hits as I was to see her do like – you know, like all too well, 10 minute version. But did she do, did. she do 10 minutes of All Too yeah, Well? Oh yeah. Yeah. I would
1: die to see that
2: live. It was really good. And like, I didn't <laughs> even film most of it because I was debating. So you're trying like, to be in the moment? I was trying to be in the moment and like scream all the words and just, it was so much fun. She is just so good. What was the
1: performance for All Too Well
2: 10 Minutes? Like, what did she do for
1: it? Did she she reenacted
2: the music video she directed. <laughs> No, no, no. That she just like stood sort of in the middle and there were a lot of like – everyone got a bracelet and then the bracelets would light up different colors. So it created part of the light show That's of so the cool. – oh, Wow, multimedia. Yeah. It was – oh, <laughs> the whole thing was like really like that. What did she do for All Too Well? She just stood and was wearing her red outfit. So she changed her outfits every single era because she did like certain albums at a time. You know what I mean? Like she oh, starts with it means. Yeah, oh. that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Sorry, some eras done. were what like was, the, like the what folklore? era was all too well? Red. Okay. She did mostly hits on Red. I went to buy something for my merch. Like I went to go buy a t-shirt during that because I was like I know this like she did 22, I knew you were trouble and What's that other really popular song on Red that's- She switches the songs every concert? No. She does the same, pretty much the same songs every concert, except for two songs in the middle. She'll do, they're the surprise songs. And she does them acoustic and she just sings them like, she just, it's just random. But the surprise songs are a a pretty big deal to, you know, like the diehards. And I I honestly, like, I feel like she's going to be doing something in the future with these surprise songs because- the ones she picked like didn't really seem to have any like meaning to the show. So I think that she's planning them out really far ahead and that eventually she would do maybe like an album of the surprise songs. And if she hasn't thought of that, I hope she does now. Think of it. <laughs> what were the surprise songs? It was um, it was Question from Midnight's and then Invisible, which is from her debut album. Does she have an opener? Yeah, it's um. she had Gail and then Phoebe Bridgers, who also did nothing new with her. Oh, I love that song. Aileen, I, as, when they played it, I was like, oh, I get why Aileen really likes this song. I actually think I like the Phoebe Bridgers part more, though. I do, too. I do too. The, the words are really sad.
1: It's so sad. I love What's it. What's
2: it about? It's about, like, getting older and younger, cooler girls replacing you.
1: Oh, I want to
0: listen. <laughs>
1: um. we, it, you know, I also – I watched a movie – with Jake Gyllenhaal, a new one that came out, a Guy Richie movie, and I was watching and I was like, I can't believe all too well about this guy. <laughs> I know. It was just so He looked really good, but I was like... I just, love
0: Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: It's just, yeah. I went saw him on the street and he gave me like the creepiest stare now. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I feel like shivers. <laughs> at least he looked at you. <laughs> I know. I was with Rusty. I was like, did you see... <laughs>
2: Maybe anyway. he recognized you.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. you <laughs> <Alien> for Betches? <laughs> for <Yeah>. Betches podcast. <laughs> he listens to Die Starts Tomorrow. <laughs>
2: you never know.
0: You never know. Oh, yeah, I know. I, feel I like pretty like much Jake, know. <laughs> even though that song is obviously about Jake Gyllenhaal, I don't feel like people have, like, do people have, like, negative sentiments about Jake Gyllenhaal? Like, I'm not, like, upset at him. I think Are that is you guys?
2: N- no. I think that it's, like, partly performance that people are like mad at jake gyllenhaal but also i do think there are swifties who are so fucking intense that like they just like you guys think i'm a fan and like i am a fan but i am not according to one of the reviewers (laughs) right but also that person's right like i'm nowhere near like the level of expertise and devotion that some people have to Taylor Swift. I actually have, like, a lot of issues with Taylor Swift. You know how to they're, be like,
0: Torah scholars?
2: <laughs> yes. Like, people who just devote their whole lives every day they study Torah? Yeah, like, all my brothers-in-law. Are there people, <laughs> yeah. are there people like that for Taylor yeah. Swift? Wait, Holly yeah. says that the yeah. fans
1: want him to die, like, death threats to him and John Mayer. Yeah, That's that is crazy. a thing that has
2: happened. Like, but it's oh, not, man. like, the nor not normal fucking people. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you're... If
0: you're wishing anyone to die no because offense. of a, of a three month relationship ten years ago, like you have bigger problems than this. It was only
2: three months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, it's. I would say maybe probably let's say max. It was like because you know they had to Six? um after three months in the grave. So there was three months in the grave. You know, as the lyrics, and then you wondered where it went to, and then for yeah. you, know, okay. Off, okay, okay. So we. <laughs> it, I think it extended over a longer time than three months, but I think there was a break. But they yeah. were only, like,
0: dating for, like, three months.
2: They were never in a serious, like, we were never getting married, I don't think. Right. I mean, who knows what. I mean, death threats are not okay, no matter no, what. No, death threats but... are not okay. <laughs> Jordana does
0: not condone death threats. No.
2: no death threats are not okay, obviously. Like, well, but well, is it was a like...
0: year? Then
2: kill him. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, this is about to all happen to John Mayer, because I actually think John Mayer was possibly worse to her. He sounds scummier.
0: I I think, think, and I think he
2: was worse to her when she was younger because the words to would have, could have, should have. A 19 and God honest truth is that the pain was heaven. Duh. Don't you think nineteen's too young to be messed with? To best with. Yeah. Yes. Didn't you think she was too young to be messed with? Dear John. Yeah. And then she also. (laughs) Jordana, you should, you should listen to would have, could have, should have, because that is about him too. And it's like even more dark. And it's I think it's one of my favorite songs. It's on the 3 a.m. All I knew was the Dear John one being about him. Well, this is new. This is 3 A it's on the 3 a.m. edition of Midnights. Oh. Wow. So But okay. okay. Taylor Swift has a new love interest. And because I was there for this big moment that her what fans did she have. Say? So before she did the surprise song question, she gives It's interesting because she so clearly plans the the blurbs she's going to say. And then when she goes off the cuff, she says like between every other word. So I just want to say. She's just like us. She's just like us. And also anyone, if if Taylor Swift is inserting her likes because she's nervous and doesn't know what she wants to say, let's give us 1989 girls a rest about this. I agree. Girls born in
0: 1989 are allowed to say like as much as they want.
2: Exactly. Thank you, Taylor. Agreed. Taylor. Okay, so she says, I want to share a song from you that has a lot of happy memories for me. I've just never been this happy in my life in all aspects of my life ever. And I just want to thank you for being a part of that. It's not just about the tour. I just sort of feel like my life finally feels like it makes sense. And she's been dating this guy, as we know, Maddie Healy, who's probably have technical. they been dating
0: for like a month?
2: Yes, but there's now like suggestions that they maybe had sort of like- you know, they kind of had a thing in like 2014, and then they maybe had, you know, contact. The one that got away? Sort of. And the lyrics to question sort of could allude to that. But then, th- then at the same time, there's now all these questions, no pun intended, about when her relationship with Joe oh, actually right. ended and right. when it, you know, because it seems like it must have ended earlier if she was so quick to jump into this and that she could potentially have been writing songs about this other guy on Midnight's.
1: 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima oliayi was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors
2: This episode of At Betches is brought to you by Framebridge. Around our office, we have so many colorful framed art prints and photos. It creates such a fun atmosphere and gives our space that unique Betches character. I've been a long-time user of Framebridge because anytime I want to frame something, custom framing can be so difficult and expensive, and they don't always have the sizes you want online if you want to try to frame something yourself. So then your options are to bring something to an expensive framing store or leave it in your closet collecting dust but FrameBridge makes it so easy and affordable to get your special artwork and memories in frames so you can spice up your space with ease. Basically everything in my house has been framed by Framebridge. We got our wedding photos done immediately by Framebridge. We've hung a gallery wall. Framebridge is truly my go-to. They make it so easy to select a frame to see how they would look online. And they send you packaging so that you can send in the thing you want framed so that it won't get ruined. We all know that getting custom frames can be difficult, but Framebridge is easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. You can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a retail store if you need some guidance. You can either upload a digital photo for them to print, or mail in an item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging that I mentioned. Then Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or visit a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. It seems a little weird to me to tell the audience that you've never been happier. like unless, very unless prompted. Cassie, From Euphoria. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay. I think she was (laughs) – people think she was reacting to – I wanted to talk about this last week, but you guys weren't here and we had Vanderpump Rules. Basically, these fans sent her an open letter because Maddie Healy has, like, said some really controversial things and, like, some really, really gross things. And very recently, too. Like, there was something – just – I don't know if – I don't really want to get into, like, the exact comments, but he was making, like, really – sexist, misogynist, racist comments that were so bad that Apple and Spotify actually took down an episode where he was saying these things. And then he was just telling these stories about how he, like, really likes this type of porn, that the theme of the porn is, like, degrading Black women. Like, that is the porn. Like, that's what the porn is. And he – that was, like, three months ago. And he just – he in the past, he had once made a comment that, like, dating Taylor would have been emasculating – and then he, like, wanted to cover that up. He kind of walked that back, was like, I would, I'm would, i not established enough. I don't want to always be known as Taylor's boyfriend. But then, so, okay, so a bunch of fans wrote her this open letter being like, why are you dating this? Dump cycle? him. Yeah, dump him, okay. basically. An but intervention. All, they feel, like, betrayed. Also because she had, like, done this whole, like, I'm going to be an activist thing around Miss Americana with that documentary, if you remember. So people are, like, kind of disappointed very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Random aside.
0: Red flag or deal breaker? He's perfect in every way, but he has personally organized the fan letter to Taylor Swift <laughs> asking her to break up with her boyfriend. Deal
2: breaker. She's spearheading it. I think it's I think it's a deal breaker because he should just he should have better things to do. You just think it's a deal breaker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a deal breaker because he should have better things to do. Um, that's yeah, no, that's really that's sorry, go on. But you know, someone who would <laughs> o- who would organize like a letter for something important, I wouldn't call that a deal breaker. I mean, it,
0: no, for something Taylor like Swift's breakup right, it's specifically, specifically impo- it's about what one would deem important.
1: I <laughs> mean, like we're yeah. not writing letters to the senators. We're writing letters right. to Taylor Swift <laughs> right.
2: about You're her right. relationship. Okay, so but another thing that Maddie Healy did that was um, controversial is that he insulted this rapper who blew up on TikTok named Ice Spice, and yes. he. I don't want to even like repeat what he said, but he just said some like gross, kind of like racist, just shitty stuff okay. about her, like fat her, whatever. And that was a bunch of months ago, but now Taylor is doing a, she's doing a collab that's coming out tomorrow with Ice Spice to remix Karma, the song that's on Midnight's, mm-hmm. and it's like on purpose. But, well, that's what the question is. It's like I did you guys know who Ice Spice was? I don't know who that is. No. I didn't I even know who up. Maddie Healy was.
0: No. From the so, Pop Culture what, so, Podcast Girl. So what does that have to do with Taylor saying it's the happiest she's ever been?
2: Because she said that at like right after the open letter. So the I the the feeling is like, okay, she's doubling down with this guy who seems like really kind of a big asshole. She's purposely getting like photographed. In the way that she like used to, and I think she's just kind of like having a messy phase. Right. Honestly,
0: maybe maybe Joe Alwyn is secretly spearheading the letter writing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe Alwyn is like Alwyn. Sorry, Alwyn. I don't Alwyn. know. I don't maybe know. I'm wrong. whatever. It might be Alwyn. He's British.
1: <laughs> so the show. Back back to the show. Back to the show. You had a great time. Meg oh, yeah. sucks.
2: And I, yeah. So she you, said that at the show.
1: We don't believe her that she's actually that happy.
2: I think Taylor Swift experiences very strong emotions. So I believe that she's in a high, high and low, low phase. Okay.
0: Fair. So you don't
2: think she's dumping this guy? It's basically
0: what I'm hearing.
2: I think she's not dumping him in the near future. I also think that they're probably collaborating on a song for Speak Now, which is coming out in July, Taylor's version, which I'm so excited for because I was actually listening to that album Yesterday, when I was driving, and I was like, "This will sound Holly so much thinks better. it's 1989 that they're collabing on. You so, but oh, you think for her next one she's collabing on? Interesting, because she was rocking a 1975 shirt during her 1989 era. Oh, and he was rocking a 1989 shirt at the time. That was so. That was like when they were.
1: Holly, are you one of those who sends the death threats to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to John Mayer?
2: She, she absolutely says absolutely not.
0: Abs not. I'm just well, kidding. This reminds really me of that tweet. You. This reminds me of that tweet where someone was like, could you please stop calling our relationship a collab? <laughs> <laughs> who who was that? Some funny person on Twitter from like years ago.
2: <laughs> but like, okay, but so so Holly thinks she's working on on it with 1989. That would make sense because I assume Speak Now is already done. There was also speculation that he was part of a song on Midnight's, but it, did, it didn't like make the cut. Or okay. s- for some reason. I don't know. I think that they're going to be intertwined for... I could you, see it till, like, the end of the year. Do you wish she broke up year. with him? Do I wish she broke up with him? Yeah. Do you, I don't like him, no. He's gross to me. What is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Ooh, that's a really fucking hard question.
1: I have Probably a Probably Cardigan. And my follow-up question is, who do you not like more, Tom Sandoval or Maddie Healy?
0: That's also Ooh. a good
2: question. It's a two-parter. I think <laughs> Maddie Healy might be like, worse for people distant from him but i think tom sandoval is worse for people close to him
0: close to him okay right. so, maddie maddie is it maddie maddie healy, it is has... maddie
2: healy and yeah that is his name right <laughs> maddie Matt. healy
0: worse for the world can do more damage yeah tom sandoval icky more okay. more damage to like his direct his, immediate... his inner circle so your favorite song is cardigan
1: i think so aileen um, I like All Too Well 10-Minute Version, but I also like the Phoebe Bridger
2: song. Yeah, I mean, All Too Well 10-Minute Version is another level, but... I like All Too Well... F- regular. Three and a half version, minute version. Three and a
1: half minutes. Ugh, the 10 minutes is so great because it's also, like, a good timer. Like, when you know it's over, it's been 10 minutes of whatever That's true. you were doing.
0: I used to... Uh, once I listened to the 10-Minute Version twice on a walk and I was, like, there, it was great. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was great. It's
2: great. <laughs> I could, I can't, like, do this outside because, like, I have to scream or I have to, like, move in the way of, like... Oh, my God. It was, I was I'm obsessed with her music. I wish she would stop dating this asshole. Do you um, think that also, she is like the because
0: I'm trying to think of who the quintessential like most famous star is from like a generation past. Do you
2: think she's like Madonna of our generation or bigger? I think like there's a few people who you could equate to Madonna. Beyonce, perhaps. Yeah, like Beyonce is like I can't say, oh, like Taylor or Beyonce is bigger. You mm-hmm. know, I think they're just different. You know, that's true. Just sort of like I'm sure Madonna and Cher, were they at the same time? Yeah. Like they were I think of Madonna as more iconic than Cher, but I guess they're both iconic in their own ways. Exactly. They're just both iconic, iconic in,
1: their... in different ways, I think.
2: Billy Joel called Taylor <laughs> the Beatles of our generation, according to Holly, who also says that a source <laughs> said they saw Taylor and Maddie kissing at zero bonds last night. Do you think do you think Billy Joel just said that
0: so that Taylor would sort of feel like Actually, you're the Beatles. No, you're the Beatles of our generation.
2: I don't think I don't <laughs> think Billy no, Joel thinks you. he's of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is. Well, he out of our, he
0: Taylor our generation. Do you think she was insulted by that? <laughs> uh, I think he, maybe like the young generation. That's like a pretty funny
2: if he meant that as like actually an insult. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I mean, it seems like she really likes this guy, but then there's part of me that's like, okay, maybe this is like more personal than we realize. Like, maybe there's like a an interpersonal thing that makes this relationship more appealing to her to do now.
0: Oh, you know what? Maybe it's like a super toxic relationship and she's yeah. going to get some songwriting out of it. And she's sort of like, it's very, it's probably
2: like very um, intense i absolutely think it's very intense it's very i mean they're saying i love you and they like she just because they say it at the concerts. she tapped their phones they say i love you to each other at the oh they
0: mouthed it isn't that like speculation i mean what if she she was just saying olive juice i I mean maybe she was talking to someone else
2: okay
1: yeah her fans duh you she's talking to you
2: yeah, okay. She is she's doing this on purpose because she wants us to have this conversation and For here sure. we are having She's you know, good at it. She's it good worked. at it. Um, all right. she's a mastermind. So she's she says Holly's She's
1: an icon, Cher's an icon, Beyonce's an icon, we're all icons. <laughs> um another icon, just to move on from Taylor. Tina Turner passed away like the other day, yesterday. R. I. P.
0: Can I tell you the weirdest thing about that happening? So yesterday we did a U U up, we were recording a U up episode. And somehow in the episode, we started singing <laughs> like George, or <laughs> yeah, something came up about an email and we started singing the like, what's love got to do with it. And oh my God. unknowingly, during the course of that recording, it was reported that she had died. Wow. Wow. Do you think she like visited your spirit for a second? Maybe. (laughs) I had a really like weirdly spiritual day yesterday. I thought like maybe. That was just because we've been doing this show for like five years. I don't know why she
2: would choose to come into the U.S. podcast. I think it's. (laughs) No, I don't think it's a
1: fan. Tina Turner. Turner,
2: Maybe. I don't think it's that she like was like, oh, let me go to the U.S. podcast. It's like, you know, she was leaving the earth and, you know, she's around. Yeah, maybe she just like making her final rounds. Got lost there on the way to heaven. Or <laughs> like <in> podcast <laughs> studio in the projection
0: room above <laughs> the it was, it was just so weird because like literally never. It's not like we're frequently singing Tina Turner. Like never came up. Very I mean that's a very random.
2: famous song, but it's still weird that you'd be <laughs> singing it at the time. When yeah, you that's really it. yeah.
1: That's a coincidence for sure. Well, R I P. Tina.
2: That's so sad.
1: wild.
0: Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've been to therapy for many years and whenever I have a problem that I just can't seem to wrap my head about, if I have intrusive thoughts or I have something I just like I'm avoiding, I always go to therapy because I know my therapist can help me work through the issue Come out on the other side and just leave the session feeling like everything's going to be okay. Nothing has transformed my life quite as much as my therapy experience. I can't recommend therapy enough and BetterHelp is a great way into it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelpcom Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, h e l p.com/batches. Ready to redefine your relationship with alcohol? Whether you're trying to cut back or just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs? sweet, fruity sours. Athletic Brewing has an assortment of non-alcoholic beers in almost any style you can think of. One thing I really like is a great Sunday brunch. And sometimes, you know, you kind of want to have a drink during it, but also it's Sunday and you kind of want to get your life together. That's the perfect occasion to have an Athletic Brew non-alcoholic beer. Athletic Brews a variety of great tasting, award-winning non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Extra Dark Brews, Sours, Hazies, and more. Many of which are only available online and for a limited time. They offer hassle-free, delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic Brews Bevs, you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. when you support Athletic, you support a company that cares. They're a certified B Corp and donate up to $2 million annually to protect and restore outdoor spaces around the globe through the Two for the Trails program. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code BETCHES to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-S. At checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times.
1: So, two things happened in VPR World yesterday. Reunion one aired, episode one aired, part one, that's what they call it. And Ariana went on Call Her Daddy for two hours.
2: (laughs) So good.
1: Two hours um, and talked a lot about all of the things that Tom basically said in his How You Mandel episode and stuff that happened on the show. But the reunion
2: was also so good. <laughs> it was interesting to watch the reunion having heard her, her episode that day because it provided like more context to some of the things mm-hmm. they said at the reunion that maybe oh, they didn't listen. even like get to yet.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And I think it also gave you just like a little bit more about like, like, Ari- I mean, obviously, it gave us more about what Ariana's version of everything that happened was because, yeah. like, Tom painted this, like, really intense picture of, like, him trying to break up with her. And she, like, explained that further from her perspective. I thought, like, one of the biggest things that i learning about that he tried to get take them to couples therapy after he started the affair was what she said was, like, the most annoying thing that to hear – after he went so hard about the fact that they went to couples therapy and all that stuff. And she also said that there was one time where it was like a really intense session and it could have been like a breakup at the end. And the therapist was like, so what do you want to do? Do you want to break up? And he said, no, like, right to me, like those kinds of moments, so many options. Yes. So many opportunities. And, that really annoyed me, but um, the reunion in itself was quite entertaining, not because of the information, but because of how f- intense and funny Sorry. it was. So fun. hectic, I felt. It was hectic and yeah. funny. Like, yeah. James was so fucking funny in that whole thing.
2: Lisa, I'm going to get a spank bomb after this. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa was like... Him. I, Lisa, I thought, was defending him a, a lot, lot more than was. I
0: thought she was should going have. to or should
2: have. I mean, some... Yeah, it was...
0: Well, I think was, she, I can understand a little bit of it. I think she went,
2: she did a little too much. It was because it was, she only defended them. She showed her ass. Let's but, be honest. Um,
1: but at the same time, oh, I get because she her always ass. kind
2: of wants she to defend the ass.
1: underdog.
2: Means like she exposed herself, like as having really a bad take on this, in my opinion.
0: I don't know that phrase. Um, you don't I, know if she showed her I, ass? Well, she thought
2: some things were fucked up. <laughs> I've never heard that she showed her ass. ass her ass. She showed her Her ass. ass. <laughs> I've never heard that. Okay, maybe maybe it's something you know the cool kids are using.
1: I think that she always <laughs> like sides with the underdog, and no. in this moment,
2: she, she never sides with Kristen, who was always the underdog. Kristen's no, not really Kristen always is not the, the underdog. Same. Like no, Kristen, she sides with who she likes. But and Kristen she... talks
1: shit to Lisa, like she disrespected Lisa. Yeah. in many many ways, and many I times. Agree. That's different and because. All of Kristen... that.
2: She just doesn't like Kristen. I think she always sort of right, thing. but she always favored Sandoval and Schwartz. I think she without, takes a, on the underdog
1: until they disrespect her. Here's the other thing: she's she has liked.
0: financial incentive to make Tom Sandoval not look like that big of an asshole because she owns he does he is on the name of her business. Also, so okay. I do
2: think that there's some yeah, and money. one of the businesses just closed. Yeah, she's shown favoritism to them. The fact that she gave these two fucking idiots the opportunity of all the people on the show when Tom Schwartz literally could not even get a job as a bartender because he couldn't make one cocktail. So why is she giving him five mean, percent of their 5, brand five million because their names are Tom? Because it's a nice coincidence. Literally. Yeah, yeah. well, no, like,
1: yeah. She, obviously. Okay,
2: well, what was she so, gonna call it? The Katie and Ariana? No,
1: you named it something fucking something else. about her,
2: like you—you you literally come up with a different concept. But she chose to work with the two Shina of Brock. them.
1: I—I uh, <laughs> thought that was like a part. I didn't think that that was that. I'm like, okay, whatever, Lisa. Like, just go and be. Yeah,
2: I, I wasn't even going to. She get did it. think it was
0: absurd that he that he was encouraging Tom Schwartz to hook up with with uh, her okay, when she like, was having sex. He did. Yeah. She did give a little bit. I don't think she was like. I wasn't like intensely angry at her i just thought like i thought she she could have gone a little less
2: i thought she was wrong the whole time i thought what she said to lala was wrong obviously lala's not saying he's physically dangerous although he could be physically dangerous if he's sleeping around and like giving her diseases because he's not being safe he could also be dangerous to her finances which he was which is let's be real that's why he didn't want to break up with her Because he was, he was planning a long-term game and it's not a coincidence that he started wanting to go to couples therapy and he started wanting to be honest with the producers and show their life Mm -hmm. and show Mm -hmm. all the warts in September after he was already hooking up with Raquel. So the whole thing was like, I believe that like August and September- September is when he started wanting to show it, but it's like okay, if you want to show it, then show that you just hooked up with Raquel. Like, why do you suddenly want to show that your relationship's bad? Because you want a way to get out of it cleanly. Yeah, where he doesn't look like the best. This whole
1: excuse about like, oh, she doesn't want to show our life. Well, if you really want to show your life, show yourself cheating with Raquel. That part is so dumb, and I I just loved. I thought James was just such a great comic relief for the whole thing. I also really, hates snowboarding. the snowboarding.
0: funniest thing was when in the be- in the very beginning, when Tom Sandoval starts like crying, and everyone just starts Everyone's screaming just, at him, just like screaming, <laughs> He's like shut up, <laughs> stop, crying. Yeah.
1: stop yeah. crying, Oh yeah, crocodile tears. Yeah, and they all just look um, were so mad. I also thought it was really interesting to see the dynamics between Tom and Tom, mm-hmm. how like. They couldn't get their timeline straight. I thought that was funny. And then I think Tom Schwartz did that on purpose. And then Tom Schwartz was like trying to get Tom to like speak up, to like defend him about one thing. What was he saying?
2: It was about when they went to Big Bear, whether oh, it was a Big double Bear. date. Come on,
1: Tom. It was, just, And he, he was just silent. And I thought that was like interesting that he wouldn't like. Speak up. But then that was really funny because they were talking about snowboarding and then James yells, she <laughs> hates like, this it. is the biggest point
2: is Raquel doesn't even like snowboarding. <laughs> but it makes sense because it's like, OK, she wasn't going because she yeah. wants to and snowboard. Then they show
1: Raquel, who's sitting in her trailer, 100 feet away from Sheena, yeah. oh, rolling her eyes. I was
0: so mad at Raquel just watching her. She was so annoying. I think one of the most fucked up things that Tom Sandoval has done is the fact that after this happened, he didn't leave their house. Like you're, you think you're gonna. If it was me, like you think you're gonna cheat on me, and
2: you're staying in the house. That's like, why Lala called out. him dangerous. I was That's like, what? The literally, fu- why? When Lala called him dangerous.
0: Oh yeah, when she was like, they they're never home, and then when this happens, they won't leave. Mm-hmm, I that was I really was like, good. If you're the person that cheats, and you're the person that breaks up the relationship, and you're the person that wanted to break up with the, with the person for all those months, get the fuck out! I can't believe she let him stay in the house. I was like, what are you, what is going on here? Like he needs to she leave. Can't legally, let I think him she can't kick it.
2: him out. That's so fucked up that he wouldn't leave. That's crazy to me. He is an asshole. Ha-
1: well, hasn't left. He's still there.
2: My theory on their them being unable to get their timelines right is that Tom Schwartz secretly really fucking hates Sandoval, really resents him, and is so mad at him because he fucked up his whole life. And the problem is though, that Tom Schwartz is a battered wife of Tom Sandoval. <laughs> And they're they're so enmeshed that Schwartz can't actually, like, stand up for him and, like, go the whole way there. But I think that he continues to throw him under the bus in, like, really shady ways. Like, when he made that joke when they went glamping about married men, like, he knew about it at that point. Him, I think when he, um, when they got filmed in the second finale, when he was like, you had a master plan, you just couldn't do it, I think he was trying to make himself look, like, Good yeah. And now here, I think he kind of purposely came forward about there's the timeline. a few
1: times he, where he was like, everything you did was, there's no excuse. I think that Tom Schwartz doesn't hate him. I think he's just trying to save himself. But because Tom is culpable, Schwartz is culpable in many ways. Like the screen recording of them having FaceTime sex was in Tom Schwartz's house. They clearly they used it as a home base. They were hooking up in Tom's house because in the interview, Ariana was like, I mean, the things that I could, I'm I'm not going to follow him as Tom told me I should be doing. But I know where all of our devices are. And all of our devices are always in the place that they say they are. So when Tom is always at Tom Schwartz's house, that's where he is. So definitely the affair, she was like, definitely the affair, if it's taking place anywhere, it's at Tom Schwartz's
2: house. In that sad, sad apartment. (laughs) It also Schwartz and Raquel live near each other. So it's like, oh, this is an easy meeting well, maybe spot. Maybe he dropped
1: his phone off.
2: Maybe. But I think that he, I think That's that Schwartz was like picked August 31st because he needed to put the date at a time that after was after Sheena's wedding. After Sheena's wedding. But he mm-hmm. needed it to be like, I think as far back as it could without him like.
0: Why would he want to? Why would he be a look for
2: him though to know earlier?
0: Wouldn't it be a better look for Tom Schwartz that he knew less time than? And he would on,
2: lead on to be? I mean, maybe, except for the fact that I think he already had exposed in the finale with Katie that he knew earlier. Oh, well, then did Tom not watch the finale?
0: Before? Well, they filmed the
2: reunion before the finale. Aired. They did?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So then she yeah. didn't see the footage. So that's why they have the timeline issues, because he didn't watch the finale and get the note uh, no, Tom, Tom was going
1: to say. No, but Tom Schwartz said... In his interview on Watch What Happens Live, which was done before the reunion, I thought, he said the August thing.
2: Yeah, because he has – I think originally they were like, we're going to say January. We're going to say January. But Schwartz decided to say August because Katie called him out, that it was clearly f- longer ago. It just – it never made any sense. And, like, why is – why does no one talk about all these months in the middle? I think it's because Sandoval wants this to sound like it's a one night stand, but I don't really understand how they can use the word one night stand to refer to this. When I think by that he just, means it was like a one night thing,
0: and then they weren't like it wasn't like an ongoing affair. Immediately, I think that's what he means by one night. But stand. they hooked break, up like said. three
2: weeks later, so it's kind of ongoing. Like you didn't like okay, you took like two in weeks the off.
1: Show like I thought it was interesting that they said that they were not hooking up during that birthday, the glamping birthday. That's. Not fucking true. Just going back to the whole like Tom and the phone, probably dropping it off at Tom, the other Tom's and then going to Raquel's. I actually don't put it, and put it past him because it was everything he did was very calculated. Like in the interview, she also said that he used other people's credit cards to cover his expenses when he would go out with Raquel or when he would book because he would, he would fly her out everywhere he would go when he was on tour. And so he would use other people's credit cards or use her name, Rachel, or whatever, to book her hotels or book her flights, rather, to stay with him. And she went Which twice. Clearly, he's, like, thinking it through about how mm-hmm. I am not going to get caught. And so I think that he would have maybe not gone to Tom Schwartz's house. And, like, maybe if Tom didn't, maybe he didn't know, he threw his phone, like, in a bush right outside his house and kept going. I mean, it's, that I is would, so
2: funny to picture. Could you
1: picture that? Because I could. I could.
2: I could or he leaves it in his car outside. Or, yeah,
1: parked his car outside. Yeah. But then Tom Schwartz would be like, why is your car here? I mean, these are all possibilities.
0: I feel like Tom Schwartz is also very easy to lie to,
2: I would imagine. So yeah. like, I'm sure he could maneuver. <laughs> a- Schwartz did not want, Schwartz like, doesn't want to know. He like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about the fact that, okay, James was the fucking funniest the whole time when he was like, I will beat his ass. And Andy was like, you actually won't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. no. But I also, he exposed that Sandoval is 42. Which, yeah. so if He says he's 39.
1: No, yeah. no. He, but he, no, he says that's that he false. had his 40th birthday. He like okay. says it on on the Howie Mandel thing. and Danny that, that's Pellegrino when a, has, has, Danny Pellegrino,
2: Pellegrino pro- exposed earlier that he was older.
0: One thing I do think about like, Speaking of Tom Schwartz, I, the only thing that, that I did think he had a point on, because I am I want this to be a fair assessment, is I don't think that it's right that Katie was um, leaving rage comments on that girl, Joe Because it
2: doesn't really sound like she did anything that wrong to her. I don't think it was on her account. I think it was on other people, like a different account. I still think that's like, eh. Is it a cease and desist worthy? Like, she can... She didn't get a cease and desist. No, well, but Schwartz, Schwartz was like, "You're going to get a cease and desist if you keep she doing." Lied, that. It's she lied, but
0: it still said she like called her spooky. <laughs> I thought it was like fucked up for Tom to hook up with someone in the friend group, but I think he can. I don't think it's any of Katie's business if he's hooking up with this person Joe. It doesn't sound like they're really friends. Like I did think he had a point there, where like that's not really her business.
1: I think it's the second also time that we hear on TV that Katie's, like, a comment troll. Like, on Watch What Happens Live, I think even Tina says that she, like, spends a lot of time on Reddit. And <laughs> yeah. and then, like, this is... And, and then Schwartz called her, like, like, a comment troll. And I could see that for
0: her. <laughs> yeah, I think she could back off. Like, I, that would be fair. I could see that for her. But
2: she didn't really... Like, they didn't really... She didn't really talk that much, even. I don't yeah. think she was... um I don't think she was mad that he was dating Joe. I think she was fine with him dating Joe. She was just, like, willing to talk shit about Joe on, online. And also, I think she didn't like that he moved – like, she moved in with him, like, immediately. But I, Katie's more mad about him hooking up with Rachel, and I think that that's because of them being cast members – because they're on the show, no, I think that's what their real agreement was. Like I, no one on the yeah. show. I'm just saying. I think it was like a little petty of Katie to like go there. Yeah. It seemed unnecessary. but
1: um, <laughs> I think yes. they were trying to create like storylines and drama because at that point there was no scandal. Like in right. their lives, right? No, like
2: the Joe is spooky comment was be- was after no, no, scandal. No, I mean the Raquel thing. What do, like do you getting mean? Getting really
1: oh. mad about Raquel
0: oh. in real time. I think she was actually upset about that. In the moment. I think so, too. It's fucked up. Yeah. I'd be upset about that. Yeah.
2: It's not even just about, like, oh, technically, are you allowed to? It's like this person you know asked you, please do not. Her mother asks you, please do not. We're still technically married. We are like – it's just very – it's really, like, fucked up behavior. He doesn't owe anything to her. I mean, I don't disagree.
1: But he doesn't owe anything to her. No, she divorced him. He didn't want to get a divorce. They agree –
2: because and, he's too lazy to get a divorce. Not okay, because.
1: fine. But still, like, okay. Right. He didn't have sex with Raquel. I'm not defending him. I'm just, again, trying to play the devil's advocate. I don't think it was that big of a deal. They, like, had, like, this little innocent kiss. Exactly.
2: Um, That's why think- they didn't need to do it. Because it didn't matter. I think
0: it was, like, it was messed up. Like, he shouldn't have done it. But I agree. It's not, like, it's not that big the of a worst deal. thing that ever has happened to anyone when she was the one who asked for the divorce. I don't think it was, like the most fucked up thing that's ever happened.
2: That would not have happened if it weren't for Raquel and Sandoval. Right. So, so I'm to saying, me, I, talking, so it's talking like, about the I am just talking about Tom and Tom. I know, but I'm saying like, I get why she's so mad because it doesn't make any sense. And it's just fucked up. It's just like mean that he did that. Right, he didn't I agree. It'd it be one. Well, he should have said it'd it be one rebellion. thing. Rebellion. Yes, that's what I'm her. saying. It'd be yeah. one thing if right. if he actually liked Raquel, if there was actually a thing, and they weren't just doing I it think to she'd cover be up more, for the fact. I think she'd be more upset if that was. But the
1: again, case. he doesn't. Just it is mean. It is mean. But it's it, mean. Again, he doesn't owe anything to her. Especially clearly, he's upset that she divorced him like during a really dark time in his life, like. I just there's clearly well, that's why like, I think the Joe thing is fucked up. It's
0: like okay, like fine, he can't hook up with Raquel, but like you can't just control everything that every person he's seeing and like attack every person he's seeing after you divorced him. Like that's not nice. Yeah,
1: I I agree with that. I'm not saying it's not mean, but it's it doesn't it's
2: not it doesn't really upset me. <laughs> I'm not in no, it's, but it but I do think she's right. Like and I still I was, think I was she's thinking, right.
0: Of course, this is like a horrible, terrible situation for Ariana. Like she went through something super traumatic and har- terrible. But I also think she is potentially like the luckiest person in the world that this could have happened to. Like if this is gonna happen to you, she is like doing. Did you see all the commercials last night? Yeah, she's doing like Ariana big yeah. commercials. She's do, she's. I think she's a dancing with the stars. She's thing. making so much money. Yes, and then the other part of it, which I think. Just in the, when I'm looking at this from a dating context, that is like really not, not, I don't want to say there's something nice about the situation for her because obviously it's a really shitty situation. But usually, if you go through like something fucked up with like, you know, someone you're dating, and one of the most annoying or enraging parts of it is that you kind of have to like think back to all those moments, like in hindsight, and think about all the things that like they said at that time that were so like, messed up knowing what you know now but like usually you're the only one who's like having those random flashbacks yeah and like what ariana gets the benefit of is the entire country gets to watch (laughs) all of those fucked up things with her and it's just like extremely validating because i think when i think back to like old like relationship situations now sometimes i get like a little annoyed i'm like i can't believe like they did that or like this is that but like everyone gets to be like in the whole country gets to be equally enraged about every yeah. moment alongside with her. So she is a, lucky in
1: that way. I think that's a good point. She also brings up on in the interview why she's also lucky in the way that it came out. Because she was like, if if he just did his plan and it came out that way, I would come out so much worse. And I would just be this like crazy girl mm-hmm. that was just like everything that he's claiming to say. Like I would have no vindication or validation in how I'm actually feeling. It would just be he said, she said. And then he would go off with a different person. But the fact that it came out this way, everyone gets to see. And I'm happy that it came out this way because even though it's hard, like I now know that it was just so bad the way that it happened. I don't have to like, also look back myself the door is like closed she's like i slam he slammed the door shut on the relationship there's no like am i gonna get back with him he just really fucked up and she was like happy that it came out in this
2: awful awful way i'm sure she's really happy next because she's very famous yeah i mean this is like this is the best way that this could happen to a person
0: yes like, like if, if it's going it to happen, happen to you but
2: if it's gonna happen yeah
0: i if it happened to me
2: I would want, want it to, to be happen like this, this way. <laughs> yes. But the other, okay, the other thing to your point about how, like, you don't usually get to watch back yeah, what happened. Right. You just have to think about you, it. Because if you, even if you say it out loud, no one
0: else is going to really like,
2: get it or be as mm-hmm. outraged as you are. But even if everyone could watch their own stuff back, you couldn't watch what he was doing with other people and how he was acting. Also true. But yeah. you weren't there. So it's like, you not only get to watch your situation with him, you could see him in other situations and like everyone's seeing all of that like there's never been yes people have cheated on their spouses even with best friends before but no one when you that happens have to see you it. just like you just hear the situation yeah. and like people will tell you anecdotes or you'll hear tidbits but you never get to watch it back in real time like from multiple angles and then talk about it after it's exposed
0: publicly right. And even if you could watch it back in a previous season, like let's say it happened, af- let's after the fact, like even with the Randall LaLa thing, I think it's like okay, you could look back and maybe see some weird red flags. But this one's like everyone finds out before the footage reels, so everyone is in it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're. Imagine like if you think about how outraged we are watching these things. Like, it's kind of amazing to get people all over the country
2: knowing exactly how you feel. I wonder if she feels like maybe, I don't want to say like less rage, but I wonder if she feels... She seems pretty She said that she feels... (laughs) No, she feels enraged, but she said like, you know, quickly approaching indifference. I wonder if it helps to have all these other people sort of bearing your anger with you. Because you don't have to hold the weight yourself. Other people are there. Exactly. Not just like your immediate friends, like everyone sees how this person acted to you and... Yeah, It's just another feel level. feel very
1: validated. That's why, like, She's Happy it came out. She also said, like, going into this reunion, like, she felt, like, she, calm because she also had Lala, James, and Sheena, and Katie, who were just as mad. Everyone so, but Tom and Raquel. Yeah, So the, yeah. and Tom, Tom, Tom. And
0: Lisa. Both Tom
1: and, and Raquel. And Lisa, clearly. And just was just, she was just there. And, like, the world, obviously, who was watching. I thought that probably felt good just sitting there. Also, she looked really good. <laughs> Her dress was amazing.
2: Yeah. I mean, they are – it's really hard to watch them lie, to deny that Big Bear was a double that? date, to deny that this – to call it a one-night stand. Like, I'm sorry, a one-night stand connotes randomness. Not like you sleep – the fir- it's not like the first time you you hook up with someone is a called a one-night stand. Like – If you keep doing it, it's not a one-night stand. The other
1: thing that was fucked up on Tom's behalf, not with Ariana, but with James, and Elise Myers posted about this. She was like, this really upset me, watching, was like when James was like, you were my brother. And then Tom Schwartz was like, no, only you called me a brother. Like, I'm not your brother. When in reality, he really was. Like, he held him under his wing. He paid for his fucking engagement. They really were close. And like... Even James says, like, no, you were, like, my big bro. And Tom just, like, looks him in the eyes, like, fucking cold, blooded, was just, like, no. That must, like, really—and James, who obviously gives a fuck about what everybody thinks, that probably really, really hurt, especially because he's just saying that to hurt him. And also, he's, like, with his fucking ex-fiance. Like, it is so beyond diabolical.
2: That's what—I mean, to me, that's, like, a a pattern of Tom Sandoval. Whenever he— Whenever he's backed into a corner, he downplays the friendships. Sheena said that he downplayed their friendship Mm -hmm. when she called him that night. Like, Mm -hmm. how can you downplay that? Because he's 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 downplaying it to himself. Yeah, he's justifying everything. He's downplaying his relationship with Ariana and, like, how much she was not ready to leave it.
0: Well, here's the thing. You almost need to do that in order to do the things that he did. Yeah. Because like Probably. you wouldn't be able to do it if you didn't do those he doesn't things. Want in his to mind, he's rationalizing, he's rationalizing it for himself. He's trying to not think he's a piece of shit. Like most people if they if they really thought like if 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 he was looking at things in a very like real way, he would feel too bad to do it. No, This is what he had to tell himself to, like, get him to be able uh, to do it.
1: He only cries for himself. Mm -hmm. He only can handle empathy, which isn't really empathy, but empathy for himself and how bad it is for him. He doesn't cry on behalf of other people. It's all about him. That's also the reason why he cannot, couldn't break up with Ariana because he does not want to be the bad guy. One of the things that she said also in the interview was that, like, I gave him the out. I said, listen, like, if you want to break up, like, you have to do it. Like, I am not going to break up with you. I think we can still be together. But if we, if you want it to be over, it's not going to be a mutual, amicable breakup. Like, you have to do it. And he didn't do it because he doesn't want to be the bad guy. And that's so obvious across everything that he does. That's how he justifies not being a bad guy, not cheating on whatever. He's not your best friend. Oh, I wasn't your bro. And it's not that bad. And you can't... Make me seem like my character sucks, Lala. Like, just everything he did is just to make himself feel like he's not a bad guy. It's he needs therapy.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It's very weird to me. So that does he, she, yeah. Raquel?
0: Yeah. I mean, Raquel, I think is she acts like she. I think she's like might have some sort of issue. She acts like she's twenty two when she blinks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there might be like an actual like. Cognitive development problem.
2: I honestly get the same impression. And I... With her, I'm like, okay. I see where she got, like, caught up. You know, she's... It's definitely very, like, evil. But I think that... She's very easily
0: manipulated. That's very clear.
2: But also, like, sort of heartless. (laughs) You know, like, she clearly doesn't have any connection to anybody if, like, you can look someone in the eye and, like, do this to them. It's just really bad but I think that she is just a very very lost lost soul and Mm -hmm. I can have more empathy for that than I can for Tom Sandoval who like manipulated this whole thing and would have screwed Ariana so much harder if he could have
0: tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Access to thousands of styles from more than four hundred brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to five X, as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at ninety eight dollars a month for any six styles. But right now you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches twenty. Just go to n u u l y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N U U L Y dot com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes.
1: One more fucked up thing that they said on the interview was that after that night at the Mondrian or whatever guy's night, when she slept over and they hooked up, they FaceTimed Ariana together. In the morning, in the morning, to be like, hey, we're all hanging out. I slept over. I slept over, MBD. That was crazy. One funny part of the interview was when Raquel was like, "Not oh my god, excuse me." Ariana was like, "I've been hang gliding with him." <laughs> yeah, like I went hang gliding with that asshole. Like she's I, also
2: been skinny dipping. Like she goes a bunch of times, times on the show. Skinny dipping, like,
0: like she's like, he's a dick.
1: What about like,
2: the
0: batteries? What did she have to say about <laughs> the, the pens, pens and the pens She's, and the batteries? The
1: pens and the batteries were really funny. She says, like, I take care of our dog. Like, I keep I have custody of the dog because I walk the dog, I feed the dog, I take the dog to the vet, I pay for the vet. And then and then Alex Cooper's like,
2: but he puts all the batteries in the drawers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that it's was very really interesting bad. that like Tom Sandoval does not have any connection to this dog. Like everyone keeps calling it ariana's dogs it's like you've lived in the same house is it not like your dog too was it her dog from before it was her dog. i think so but okay. like they've been living together for would it would it be not weird if i called bruce my dog like, i don't i don't know what the dog dynamic. you know i had bruce before i was yeah. dating Avi. so it's she, like she wait you know.
1: she talks shit about Graham. ariana talks shit about Graham being a shitty dog raquel's dog
2: yeah, poorly trained.
1: <laughs> poorly trained dog. It's like bit her once. <laughs> she's
0: it's a little reaching, but I'll take you know, it. No, she really was like
1: by the way that dog sucks. No, it's not the dog's fault. It's the trainer's fault, but the dog sucks. It was funny.
0: That's funny. It was a good it was a good show. <laughs> it's always it's also interesting to see Ariana in this role of really angry cuz you really don't you haven't really seen her Mm-mm. in like she's usually pretty calm and like pretty not, not that she's being irrational, but she's being like you always usually see her as like a
2: little bit more removed. She is pretty, even when she's mad. She's like pretty calm. I can't explain it. Like, I think that she I has probably moments speak where I forcefully. see like
0: her eyes get. Kind of dark, and she does look a little scary. When she yelled at
1: um, when she yelled at James in Mexico, that was when she she clapped and did the hand thing. Yeah, that was like like, that was like a side of her I haven't seen. I think that the two of them four times ever. She really cares about her. I mean, mean, obviously, so does he. I think the two. It's very clear that the two of them like care about their like image image of being good on the show. I
2: think. I think that's true. But I also want
1: stuff to come out that's negative about them, like. That's, she said that also, I, and I mentioned this a lot whenever we were talking about last time, was that like when, when they were filming and Lala wanted to bring up like the fact that Tom didn't leave the house in that episode, the, fina- the first finale episode, not the second one. Ariana stopped filming so that she, because she was mad that like, no, we're not bringing up my relationship. We're not talking shit about Tom. And then, but they kept going. Right.
0: Well, that's what she means by like, I was so loyal to him or I was like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because that seems like they had an agreement and she was still keeping to it
2: and he was not. He keeping was, to yeah. it.
0: Yeah.
2: What she said about the Lala conversation was like, if this had been brought up previously off camera and then was on camera, I would feel like maybe this is real or something to worry about because she was used to like having to sort of defend their relationship on camera because a lot of people would on the show are going to kind of like start shit for the sake of the of the show. But I think the difference is that, yes, she cared about their image, but he only cared about their image. And she also cared about their relationship. She also cared about keeping it like private. You could say he kept her like a secret and she kept him like an oath. That's what you could say about it is that like she had like some sort of importance on it. And like she didn't want to mess it up with the show, whereas he just didn't want it to look like we're the best couple, like, power couple.
1: Yeah. Apparently, he's brought Raquel back with him while he was still dating Ariana, back with him home to St. Louis. Twice. With the parents while he was still with her. How
0: fucked up is that? Fucked up that his family hasn't spoken to her. Yeah, he, they That's won't. That's weird.
2: But apparently, they didn't really approve of Raquel either. Like, he, they didn't let her stay in the house. That's why he was putting her up in hotels when she went to St. Louis. And then... Now he says they love you, but right. I don't know if that's I true. Guess,
0: I guess it's a weird position for his family to be in to say something to her, maybe.
2: I don't know. I bet you they're, like, too ashamed to message Ariana. Like, what are they going like, to say? I would just right. feel like, no, I mean, I there's things to she say, said, but I would just feel, she, like, so terrible. She
1: said she would like to have, like, maybe, like, hi, you know, I'm really sorry, and, you know, I wish you all the best. That's what she said. She, that would be nice to get.
0: That would be nice. Who knows what the comment, what the lack Eileen, of comment. Eileen, would you do that if Mila wronged her uh, future partner?
1: And that I knew for 10 years? Yeah.
0: You'd text them? Yeah.
1: Okay. I think if Mila yeah. wronged her partner on
0: public <laughs> <laughs> platform.
2: Like, I mean, not even, not even so on a past public past platform. platform. Mila Tom like, Sandoval, like, her say, boyfriend.
0: Yeah, let's say, let's say Mila Tom Sandoval, her boyfriend. Would you reach out to, to him? Um, it depends how much I
1: liked him in the first place. In the beginning. But um, I think that, I mean, I think that I would say I wish you all the best. Like, you have a
0: relationship for 10 years. What if Mila really didn't want you to?
1: I think that if Rusty fucked me over, I think his parents would totally text me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I think <laughs> that would be the normal
2: thing to do.
1: And it would be a normal thing to do. Not that I think about this. Right. <laughs> um, okay, wh- last thing I promise. Okay. Um, Andy Cohen. I did like that Andy Cohen said... Guys, like, we're all fucking cheaters here, minus, it yeah. was minus Katie, Lisa, and he not say himself. Oh. <laughs> um, yes, he says, like, yes, it's true. You're all cheaters here. And then it was funny because the camera panned to Lala and she, like, couldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, I, I liked that they called it out because, again, the show really is based on cheating. It is true. Right.
2: But it's funny the because Lola like, Blanca's where you take both, your wife, Sarah's so where you take your mistress. I mean, yes. both
0: Tom Sandoval and, um, James also dated Kristen at the same time.
1: Yeah, no, they brought that up. Like, right. yeah, it's all I mean, it's not to the degree of like the affair and and the best friend. And that's why this the scandal right. is as big as it no is. No one it, is innocent. It's yes. left. It's left Bravo world and it's gone into real world. But um, I just like that he brought it up because it kind of was just like, all right, let's let's bring it. Let's bring it back down to reality a bit.
2: I mean, here's the thing. It's very different. I I it really is so 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 different. And it also was in such different contexts. But I did think it was interesting how Sandoval used he like he brought, brought up Kristen. Kristen like uh James fucking Kristen and using his condoms. It's like you have since paid for this man's engagement. <laughs> right. You're, bring yeah. up You're the about condoms? the price of the condoms. Yes,
0: exactly. No, right. he's he's I don't got like they were it. like his like engraved like
2: remote. It's, it's not like, like
0: they, they were open. condoms. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's engraved reusable. It's condoms. like a boss. Right. It's like- <laughs> well, well, uh, okay, guys. Who do we want to send to the Caymans this
0: week? I think Tom Schwartz should I was go gonna to say the Caymans, yeah. or or Tom Matty Schwartz. Healy, because
2: it sounds like he's got some other issues. Matty Healy has some more weeks where he'll be. going I think he he
1: hasn't. We don't know what he he doesn't like. Done something? Like I thought he got week. kicked off. No, he like definitely
2: did things. say some gross things. We could send him because we've sent. We said, he said it a, a while you know, ago, but we could it's send coming Tom, out. There's a BuzzFeed article.
0: We could send Tom Schwartz
2: next week, maybe if the reunion part two feels bad for him I kind of was thinking Tom Schwartz should go I think he showed his ass (laughs) I (laughs) think did you make this phrase up no, oh my god i think you it exists i think it like,
1: exists i think it exists reviewers <laughs> <laughs> so. um okay wait kidding. also nice ra- apparently they're gonna release some sort of crazy news that the cast doesn't really even know about during this reunion like some bombshell news people speculate that it's raquel being pregnant but i also i sent sammy like three reels about this but i don't think it's true i i think they're gonna announce first of all that jacks is gonna come back
0: Yeah, maybe that's why they're not sure. I would like them
1: to come back. Ariana on the interview says she thinks she knows what it is. She obviously doesn't know, confirmed. But she's like, it's not like so crazy, but it would be, I guess, crazy. You know what I mean? It's not like Raquel's pregnant crazy, but it's like, I guess people would be excited or it would feel crazy. I don't know. I think it's Jax just coming back. I think that's
2: the whole news. That could be it. And that's why people are saying like, oh, we're not sure everyone will want to film because they might not want to film with him
0: right
1: uh, yeah okay so we're sending schwartz or healy
2: sammy you decide you know more about yeah maddie healy. i think we should send i mean here's the thing like there's going to be other weeks when we could send maddie healy i think and schwartz though there's two more parts to the reunion. okay let's send maddie healy
1: okay, okay. maddie healy you're going to sell time shares at the cayman islands not on our dollar Yes. Which of our reviewers is getting a hypothetical first class to where we've decided not the can- Cayman's, right? Where are we sending?
2: They're going wherever they want.
1: Okay, they can go wherever you want, but I would say like I was just in Anguilla and it was really beautiful, so I suggest there.
0: Okay, a, a first class ticket to Anguilla. It sounds nice. Is it Anguilla? But... I thought it was Anguilla. It's Anguilla. I truly don't know. <laughs> <it> both ways. <laughs> you really soaked up the culture, huh? <laughs>
1: Nobody like said it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess you wouldn't say, like, how many times a day do we are we, like, in the United States of America? I,
1: <laughs> I did leave to eat, have dinner at other places besides the hotel, like, in restaurants that were Anguilla. Other hotels? No, no. Like, <laughs> no, like, real, like, restaurants that were authentic. And even they didn't say it.
0: I mean,
2: when would it come up? Like, welcome to Anguilla? Are you having a good time in Anguilla?
1: <laughs> How's your trip to Anguilla?
2: <laughs> Anguilla. I think, I've, I've I think it's heard... Anguilla. Anguilla. I think it's Anguilla too, and- but yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, well, Great. maybe the, this person can come with us. I will. I think that this week MTP one two four is coming to Anguilla with us because she has been listening to almost all of the Betches podcast for years, and her favorite is hands down hearing us. <laughs> Thank you 124 <laughs> Get to Teterboro quick For our hypothetical <laughs> Private plane to Anguilla
1: I'm so excited to take her hypothetically um,
2: <laughs> What's Teterboro? That's the I think private, it's where the private planes private take plane. off Private um, And helicopters yeah. It's where Blade Blade is at Teterboro, right? That I don't know I don't know either I'm too poor to off. know it I'm too poor to know it just It just Teterboro takes off off the, off the hospital <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know how you see those helicopter things I get, yeah <laughs>
2: That's it for this week's At Betches podcast. Follow me at Sammy. Me at Aileen. And me at Jordana
0: Abraham. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll see you next week on the At Betches podcast.
1: At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, Rebecca Sosmakat, and Aliza Zim. Editing by Basilio Perez. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcastatbetches.com.
0: Thank you to our sponsor, Sparkling Ice. Bold, unforgettable, and a tall glass of much more than water. Sparkling Ice is the anything-but-subtle bottle of tasty goodness made with an anti-soda attitude and more antioxidants. With over 17 original flavors, fizzing with zero sugar, vitamins, and antioxidants, Sparkling Ice is all in on bold flavor that you can taste. Pick one up and put the ah back in your day. You can find Sparkling Ice just about wherever your thirst hits, from online to grocery stores, bodegas, and convenience stores. Betches.